Welcome to Feelings Fitness. I'm your host, Suzanne Bazarco, a yoga teacher, licensed professional counselor, certified mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two. When I first entered motherhood and started raising a family, I needed something to help me survive the seasons of life, which is why I pulled the Feelings Fitness program that I created in graduate school out of the archives, linked it up with what I learned in yoga teacher training, and boom, the Feelings Fitness formula was born. Yoga plus mindfulness equal emotional well-being. It has worked for me, and I surely hope it works for you and your family too. I am stoked to embark on this journey of sharing yoga and mindfulness with you. It's time to get real about how you feel. It's time to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, Suzanne here. Last week, I reintroduced the Fall Mindfulness Challenge that I presented within the Feelings Fitness Facebook and Instagram community back in the days leading up to the first day of fall. So remember, Fall Fresh Start was an invitation to start the fall season on a fresh note. It's this idea of not waiting until New Year's Eve to make a resolution for the new year. This keeps you ahead of the curve. This way, you can start the year with a new mindset, not work towards one after the year has already started. So two weeks ago, we explored ways to start fresh on the home front. Last week, we took a deep dive into some mindful health strategies. And this week, we explore happiness. So this episode, my friends, is part three of this three-part Fall Fresh Start series dedicated to home health and happiness. With our home feeling good, with our health being in check, thanks to the seven-part system we discussed last Last week, we can now move on to happiness. Happiness to me is friends and family. It comes from connections with others. And as an introvert by nature, which is a topic for another time, the social aspect of this is work for me. It can be tiresome, but it is so very important. I just have to make sure that I find time to be alone too, time to recharge my battery before the next social engagement. To quote Brene Brown, we are hardwired to connect with others. It's what gives purpose and meaning to our lives. And without it, there is suffering. Yikes, suffering. Well, we don't want that now, do we? So let's discuss a strategic way of making sure that we are focused on this hardwired need to connect as a means of avoiding any unnecessary suffering. Just a little side note before we begin breaking this down. If you're a visual person like me, join me over on Facebook or Instagram. After this episode, I have all the seven categories mapped out for you so you can see what I'm talking about. And also always in the show notes, you'll find more details about each episode. So make sure you check in with the show notes if you want a more detailed breakdown of these categories as well. If you're kind of a I need to see it to kind of process it kind of person like I am. So here are the happiness tasks that I already started as a part of Fall Fresh Start. And honestly, I'm always working on fine tuning them. These help me make sure that I'm always doing my best to stay connected to the people who matter the most to me. The first category is family meetings, then family function, family dinners, family traditions, family fun, and then I move on into time for friends and then feel the fall or really whatever season you happen to be in because 
I believe that connecting with nature really matters too. So let's break them down. First off, family meetings. What am I even talking about? Well, over the summer, I realized that the leisure schedule I had created for myself and my family was a bit of a mess. It was leisure, all right, but nothing really memorable was happening. I always want to be making memories with my family, especially while my kids are young. So I knew I needed to make a change quick because life moves fast in the blink of an eye, I knew summer would be over and I'd be disappointed. So I came across a template created by Big Life Journal, and I'll make notes of that in the show notes. So if that's something, a new name to you, you can check it out. But I came across, again, this template created by Big Life Journal. So over the summer, we started a Monday meeting where we went over all the details for the week. We also took time to reflect on the previous week, and we acknowledged wins, and we also acknowledged things that we'd like to do better in the coming week. This is something I like so much that I printed out this template and placed four of them in each monthly folder that I have and the monthly folder a topic for another time too. But it's just a way that I keep myself organized on my you know, monthly to-dos and whatnot. But I put this template in there. I like the formality of having something to follow and something to look back on. So family meetings definitely help with creating a little more family function. And I air quotes on the fun. So the next one, which leads me right into family function. And here the goal is to establish function in the house so things don't get dysfunctional. The goal is also to make it as fun as humanly possible uh, because a functional family is definitely a happier family and we are focusing on happiness here. So family function leads to definitely a happier family. And I think a lot of times with kids, they, you know, they like to get silly. They like to get off course. But I think after having been a classroom teacher for several years, I realized the kids really do like order and they like things to be calm and not chaotic. So as much as kids like to get wild and crazy, I think for the most part, they really come back around to liking to have some sort of order in place. So having family function is definitely important. And what systems a functional family is definitely a happier family. So what systems can be in place so that actions happen in a second nature fashion. I like to think of this as feels like home, but it runs like a business. So in a sense, just having systems in place so that it functions, the home front functions properly and smoothly, and it's a place that people want to be. One function that takes place that I don't find fun at all is packing lunches. So lately, I've been trying to make it as fun as possible so that I can feel happier as I'm doing this task. So one of the things that I've started doing is I start picking out seasonal napkins. So I toss a seasonal napkin in. So right now it's Christmas for us. So I throw a little seasonal Christmas napkin in the kids' lunch boxes, And then a seasonal note with a countdown to whatever fun event is coming up. So like I said, Christmas for us. So I have a chart that I add a Christmas sticker onto each day to count down until, not until Christmas, but until the Christmas break happens. 
for the kids. I make sure I discuss what's working for them and what they do not like in their lunch. So what I found happening was that I would be packing the lunches in the morning and the kids would be hovering around me watching what I was putting in there and they would immediately be starting to complain about what they would be having for lunch. As to avoid that tension that I would feel creating lunches in the morning, I decided, you know what, I'm going to take them shopping with me. Oh, not my favorite thing to do either, but I would take them shopping with me. They could pick out, you know, a fruit, a vegetable, a snack, and then kind of think about what they would want for their main meal. So then in the morning, I would at least have some options of things to put in their lunch and they wouldn't be complaining about the lunch already. So I try to mindfully make it. And today I actually stopped and I smelled the strawberries. They just, I was cutting up strawberries to put in their lunch and they smelled so amazing. So I just took a beat, paused, and I smelled the strawberries. Got a little pranayama in there, a little breath work too. So packing the lunches is just something I have to do. So I decided I needed to figure out a way to make it a happy task instead of one that was just continuously frustrating. A fun way to make the household function properly is by setting everyone up for success. So I had this idea of doing a quote-unquote boot camp. So I identified some non-negotiables and then I became a quote-unquote, drill sergeant, making sure that if nothing else, these tasks were taken seriously. And again, trying to make this fun. I wasn't trying to be, you know, a jerk to my kids about this, but I tried to make it fun to convey the message that I feel like it makes me happier when our home is orderly. To do this kind of quote-unquote boot camp, you set the bar age-appropriately high, set the kids up for success, don't try to do too much all at once, and then some tasks then were important you know, at our home is just this idea of shoes off and by the door, coats hung up, dirty laundry in the laundry room or a hamper, no food upstairs, homework done before electronics, game room items back where they belong, and or on chargers, electronics off at 7.30 p.m., and on and on, really. But I would slowly kind of add these items in there. So I wouldn't take, some of them were just pretty basic, and they were already doing them. So I knew that some that they would already be successful. And then I just kind of started layering in new tasks to um, require them to do. And then I mindfully would keep track of the tasks that were being followed and would discuss them at the family meeting. And I would, um, I didn't, I didn't quite get the details of this ironed out. But the goal really, I think I'll try it again. The goal really is to set up kind of an allowance to match the effort that I observed throughout the week. So again, this boot camp idea is a bit of a work in progress for me. But I thought it was a cool idea, but it's just an idea to help everyone take accountability for the function of the family and the function that happens within the 
at home. And I honestly, I could go on and on about all the ideas and things that I've tried in order to make our family life function smoothly. And perhaps I'll dedicate a whole episode to this topic and let me know if this sounds interesting to you. I'd actually love to hear what you're doing that's working as well. So this idea of family function, it really is key to making everyone happy. Family dinners, this is another component here. So even if it's just once a week, even if you're standing around and everyone is eating something different, you are still together and that is really all that matters. But this can help young ones learn table manners. In our family, we always say a prayer giving gratitude for our food and family. I love playing mindful eating games. So just this idea of slowing down, closing your eyes, really tasting your food really thinking about where it comes from is fun to play with kids. In my yoga class, my kids yoga class, prior to Thanksgiving, we did an activity discussing the sitting, you know, discussing sitting down for a Thanksgiving meal and how we can be engaging with our conversation. So we did jokes. I printed out a bunch of Thanksgiving themed jokes and we as a piece of our class for that session we told jokes and we got some laughs laughing promote some of that pranayama some of the breathing so we did that and then I encouraged them to take the jokes and share one at the Thanksgiving table with their family some of them did come back and report that they did it and it was a good time so that was really fun but just a way to make a family dinner fun is the whole goal here. And really studies have shown that family dinners are super important. So I found one little nugget of knowledge on psychologytoday.com and it said studies have shown that teenagers who regularly eat dinner with their families are less likely to engage in illicit behavior involving drugs and alcohol and are more likely to get better grades and be mentally and physically healthy. So that right there is enough to tell me that this is something that I want to start when my kids are young and I want to do my best to continue as my kids get older too. So be intentional about getting a family dinner or two in each week no matter what age your children are or what the schedule looks like. Be creative. You kind of have to. So remember also it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be time together sharing a meal, talking about the day, processing any problems that are happening it, it really is a way to get kids talking and to really know kind of what they're up to and how they're feeling as well. So everyone will be happier in the long run if you just take the time and have a family dinner or two. Family traditions are another thing that make me so, so happy. They really give me the warm fuzzies just thinking about them. And we have lots of different traditions um, that we do within our family with different people. So You know, I do things with my husband, we do things with our kids, we do things with our immediate family, our extended family. It's fun to have different traditions with different people. So with our kids, with the kids, fall is filled with lots of traditions, pumpkin patch, pumpkin carving, trick-or-treating with friends. This year was definitely a memorable trick-or-treating session for us because it full-on full-blown snowed outside. It was really cold, but the kids still managed to have a really, really good time. So that's a tradition that we have, or traditions that we have every year. This one 
definitely was memorable because of the snow. So my husband and I have traditions as well. We always go back to the campus where we did our undergraduate work. We always go back in October and spend a night or two in a bed and breakfast, which it's such fun. It's such a fun tradition. It brings back memories of our college days. It's something that we definitely look forward to every year. Family, we also go meet, uh, we meet up with my parents in Charleston, South Carolina every year. We go fishing, we hang out on the beach, we have a favorite burger joint. So that's a tradition that makes us happy. It's always exciting to look forward to that and to plan out getting there. With the extended family, we have always done big birthday parties for the kids. With the extended family, when the kids were really little, we did big birthday parties, which was a fun way to get everyone together. Now that the kids are a bit older and want birthday parties with classmates, we don't really do this, but we've definitely been thinking about what are some kind of new traditions that we can set in place to make sure that we're always seeing extended family as well. All right, so here's one that All right, so the next one is family fun. And what I mean by that is just having game nights, movie nights, something of that nature, trying to find something that everyone will enjoy. Being thoughtful of others and doing something that they enjoy is a way to establish caring and kindness. And I'll be honest, sometimes my family moans and groans when we're trying to land on something to do. But really, in the end, everyone walks away a little bit happier. And one of the family fun things that we did over Thanksgiving break, we were in South Carolina with my parents visiting them and my brother was there and his kids. And so one of the things that was really fun, like I don't necessarily condone everyone hopping on to electronics and spending time together that way. But my nephew or my niece and nephew had mentioned this thing called Game Pigeon. It's an app on the phone and then actually it connects you via texting. I don't exactly know how it works. Anyway, they set it up and so we were all logged into a game of crazy eights. And so it was, you know, my parents, my kids, my niece and nephew, my brother, all of us sitting around playing crazy eights via our electronics. And it was really fun. It was just kind of like a little game session. And although we were on a device, we were all playing a game together. And it was, I'll tell you, it was hysterical. I really, really enjoyed that. So just finding ways to create kind of family fun, it'll, it'll, it'll make everyone happier. So get creative and see what you can come up. And really, you have to cater it to your own family, find things that work for everyone. So next up, I, or I have been talking quite a bit about just family. Not that you can't do some of these things with friends as well, but the next category is focused just on time with friends. And I do view my close friends as family, but there's something different about spending time with friends who don't know quite all of your little nuances and quirks and hot buttons to push and all the things. So sometimes just a little bit of a separation, although you treat, you know, your friends like family, it is a it's a different dynamic. So make sure that you do have things that you do with 
friends as well. Something that I do is monthly girls nights with the ladies that live in my neighborhood. I put it on the calendar. I make sure my family knows about it. So then I don't feel bad leaving my family to go hang out with my friends. It's just, it's something that makes me happy. And I do truly feel like this separation is good for everyone. My kids get a little bit clingy and needy. And I feel like it's just a good opportunity for me to say, hey, every month I get together with these ladies and we do something fun and then I get back to back to my family. So another thing that can be fun with friends are just group texting. And that's a way that you just kind of have a, a group established and you banter back and forth whenever something funny tends to pop up. So that's always like, I always enjoy that when I know group texting can get a little bit obnoxious <laughs> if you have people that are just constantly throwing stuff out there. But in general, for my groups anyway, it tends to be just when something kind of funny pops up or something memorable pops up, you, you know, toss something on there. Or if you're planning a trip, which currently I'm trying so hard to get a girl's trip with some of my college girlfriends together, that's always something to look forward to. But the logistics sometimes are a little too much, but it's worth the effort to, uh, to try and get those things together. So anyway, time with friends, definitely so many different ways to go about finding time with friends. Sometimes I feel like, like I said, back to my girls night, sometimes it's important to have something almost like a tradition with friends too. So it's just something you know that you're always going to do. It alleviates some of that decision fatigue that can derail doing anything. So just keep keep that in mind. This time with friends really does help to make us happier. So do what you can. Again, get creative and try and come up with some ways to spend some special time with your special friends. And finally, Feel the Fall is the last segment of this happiness fall fresh start series. I guess what I mean by this is just really embrace each season. Get out and do seasonal activities that make you happy. The fall is one of my absolute favorites in the Midwest. There are, like I said, so many pumpkin patches. Many places have created such a family-friendly environment with rides and slides, etc. So it's one of my favorite things. Fall season, I always enjoy setting up a cozy space on my back deck filled with mums and a tabletop fire pit. I love to bring a cozy blanket out there, fire up the fire pit, grab a pumpkin spice latte and a good book and sit out there and enjoy the crisp, cool fall air. It's also my favorite season to go running outside. I love the cool air. I love seeing all the beautiful colors. I even love the sound of the leaves crunching under my running shoes. So be sure to be mindful and make memories with mother nature too. Embrace the seasons or add a little travel to your year and go find the season that you're longing for. So as we said last week, have a plan, create opportunities to connect with others. It's good for your mind, body, and spirit. You'll be happier, I promise. I feel like this is a good spot to take a little breath break. So let's process all of that with a little breath work. We've already established the most basic yogic breathing, 
Simply be sure that on your inhale, your belly rises, and on the exhale, the belly sinks back down towards the spine. We discussed Nadi Shodhana, or that alternate nostril breathing. We talked about Ujjayi breath, that victorious breath. We talked about lion's breath last week. So I thought it'd be fun to take a look at another kid-friendly style. And it's fun for adults too. It's called bunny breath. And it gives you a quick pick-me-up for energy and focus. The breath cleans the inside of the body and the quick intake of oxygen wakes up the brain. Can be good for kids and adults with ADD or ADHD. And here's how it goes. And just you know, indulge me, have a little bit of fun. But this is how it basically works. You're going to take four to six short breaths in through the nose, and you're going to exhale out through the mouth with a long, smooth sigh. So let's try it. We'll do three rounds of it. So it goes a little something like this. And what you can do is you can increase the number of inhales and lengthen the exhale as breathing strengthens. So that's one that just energizes me. And I hope that that energizes you. It really has some science backing it just, you know, backing the intake of oxygen, kind of waking you up, sending that oxygen to all the cells in the body. And to share a little personal note to go along with this breathing style. My kids would always know that I was on the verge of a mommy meltdown when they heard this one. And I'm not trying to make this seem negative by any means. But um, it was just a way to breathe that would, I guess, just focus my mind and it would help me make better decisions when I was in difficult situations. So if you've got kids... You might want to try a little bunny breathing to save you from a mommy meltdown. So truly, in all sincerity, it just, my my kids took notice, which I guess is a good thing. They took notice of the fact that when I was having a moment, I needed to stop and breathe in order to get through that situation. And it really has always served me well. And so I suppose that is why I feel so strongly about sharing what I have learned, what I continue to learn, and how I have used it and continue to use it. So so again, this fall fresh start concept is a way of not waiting until January 1st to kick off new habits, behaviors, and mindsets. And my hope is that you will use this fall fresh start idea to help you show up as your best self each and every day. And remember, as humans, we're hardwired for connection. So make time to connect with those who matter the most to you. Connect, but set boundaries too. As an introvert, I definitely have to guard my energy. So I'm very intentional about what I plan to do and what I say yes, I will do. There is nothing wrong with that. The key word is intentional. Just be intentional. Today's episode offered tips on how to be mindful about your happiness. Remember, it is not selfish to focus on your own happiness. You all know that one of my favorites is Gretchen Rubin, and here's a quote from her. One of the best ways to make yourself happy is to make other people happy. 
one of the best ways to make other people happy is to be happy yourself, which goes right along with this idea of the importance of connection, connecting to be happier. Be sure to head over to the Facebook group and follow along as I continue to help you make the most of what is left of fall 2019. If you want to keep up with the weekly ins and outs of Feelings Fitness, if you want a little love letter and boost of confidence in your inbox, well, just shoot me an email, Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E at feelingsfitness.com, and I'll get you added to the mailing list. This email aligns with each new podcast episode, so you'll never miss a thing. I hope you found this episode enlightening. If you like it, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. The more people we have engaged in this conscious conversation, the better. You can find everything related to this episode over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And as always, some of the best content comes up after the show in the Facebook group. So be sure to join over there as well. Until we chat again, feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.